Well, welcome to, uh, well, I guess this is the first episode of a new show called uh, Behind the Vinyl. Our, our virginity, yeah. gone after the show. <laughs> you could say that, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, we're going to talk about um, some cool albums, um, stories around them, uh, play some cool songs, stuff that we like, yeah. uh, things we've heard. Break them down, you know, yeah. talk about talk about all the stories behind it and and. Predominantly not the not the ones you'd expect. No, not the ACDC back in black or the Appetite no. for Destruction no. or uh, or try to Metallica Black. Let's no. let's try to go a little bit off. Yeah, off a little bit. Yeah, and if anyone has any albums that they want to hear broken down, write in. You know, yeah, that'd definitely. be pretty cool if they tell us tell us some records and we can kind of absolutely talk it through. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, show number one, you can also hear our other show, The Enemy, which is on Thursday nights. Right. Um, and then we'll have this one yeah. each week as well. It's a lot of music. A lot of music, man. A lot of good, uh, a lot of good times. A lot of metal. Absolutely. So, we're going to start with, um, the debut album from Danzig. Right. Danzig, Danzig. Yes. Um, you know, That's a white guy for you. Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> He's really pale. I remember the first time I saw him live. Uh-huh. And he took his uh, took, his, took shirt his shirt off. off yeah. yeah, it was just like, geez, he's really white. <laughs> he was really pale. I remember him having super small wrists. Oh, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just something that always rung, you know. Whenever I shake his hand, it's like, right, <laughs> super small wrists. Yeah, <clears throat> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, that first album. Um, Man, it's it's and that album is getting old. Everything's getting old these days. Yeah, what did we work it out over thirty years? Yeah, which thirty is years crazy. this year, which is which is pretty pretty crazy. Let's let's play the opening track, "Twist of Cain," and then we'll come back and we'll uh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Was uh, Twister Kane the opening uh, opening track from uh, Danzig's debut solo record? Yeah, um, it's a really iconic album cover. Uh, I mean, it's it's become like one of those. I mean, not as popular as as Motorhead and things like that. But you no. see that head uh with the horns and the the fangs and everything you see that on a lot of t-shirts absolutely absolutely T- t-shirts and patches and yeah that, that's actually which i didn't know until i did a bit, bit of research that's um it was from an old marvel comic cartoon i had no idea yeah so he kind of stole it for that and it was actually used for sam hain his band before right Dancing. of course yeah, yes he used it in sam hain as well so. Why not that work? I mean, do you think they licensed it or did they just steal it? I don't and know. Then... Yeah. You know what? I, I can't see them. 
Well, you know what? They would have had to have licensed it. Yeah. You know, for all the merchandising rights. But right. I, I can't see when they got together Sam Hain. I can't see them really having the uh, the business no. know-how to, no, to no, go no. through and do that. You know, coming off such... Because Misfits, you know, everyone knows Misfits now. Yeah. Misfits were not big. No. You know when they were around. No, you know, they didn't play many shows. They didn't have that many records. They didn't. They were. They were very cult. Yeah. And it wasn't until it wasn't until Metallica covered them. Yeah. You know. Um, Doing Last Caress. Yeah, Last Caress, nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah. Which was was long gone since oh, yeah. they'd, they'd oh, been yeah. deceased. Um, it wasn't until then that they started to get the. You know, people were aware of it, and I guess a little bit because Cliff Burton had had the Misfits tattoo, right. and the guys would yeah. wear their shirts, but yeah. uh, not to the degree that they are now. No, but the, the Misfits they they be, they've become like this cult phenomenon, and now they're out touring again. Now they're playing they're playing these huge shows that they never they were not even close. They would never dream. They of they, playing they, those they shows. I think they played like didn't they play like L.A. Forum or whatever it was, and they and then they played in New Jersey recently. And yeah. I saw shots from Dave Lombardo, um, whatever it was, and it was just like. Um, Is Lombardo playing drums? No, am I thinking? What am I thinking of? No, he 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 could be. No, I probably got it mixed up with something else. He's playing what? He's, he's, well, he's playing with suicidal tendencies. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if he, I think he's playing with misfits as well. Exactly, he's playing with misfits. That, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, and it was just like it was just like I don't know, ten, fifteen thousand people in a in a big place. It was just mad. It's unbelievable because they yeah. played these really small shows. And I remember um, buying and I. I bought like a bootleg CD uh, FM radio show from 19, I don't know when it was, 83 or something in Detroit. And you can really tell from from that recording that they're playing a really small place. Um, doesn't sound very good at all. Right, yeah. Um, but then, yeah, with Metallic and all that, they kind of become this cult phenomenon and which has made them bigger than they ever were really yeah, yeah. when they were around yeah absolutely and absolutely. um yeah but uh yeah dancy is an interesting character well that and the misfit skull i think has made them bigger that's yeah that is one of the um you know it's it's available at h&m for god's sake yeah yeah you know? oh yeah it's unbelievable yeah how you know it's on backpack it's on like little Pre-teen girls, yeah. lunch boxes, yeah. and shirts, and yeah. backpacks, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. it's. Uh, well, these days you can see uh, Kim Kardashian walking in a dancing t-shirt. I mean, it's exactly ridiculous. Yeah. So we, yeah, back on the dancing. Twist of Cain. Um, oh yeah, what a great song to yep. to to open it up. But back to the artwork there. Um, so we, we we we've got a record here and we've got a CD here in the uh, in the studio. Um, the CD, as you can see, has the dancing logo. That was on the second print. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also the um, parental, parental advisory. Exactly. However, there's no swearing. No. There's no swearing on the record. There's the use of one word, whore. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, that's all there is. Well, that did it. <clears throat> so so basically, Tipper Gore, um, who, who was the head of the PMRC. Tipper you know, Gore. Tipper Gore. Yep. <laughs> um, crazy woman. Yeah, absolutely crazy woman. Um but she even managed to put parental advisory stickers on on stuff that had no oh sure you know no uh, 
no vulgar language, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I find that fascinating. That censorship in its highest form, you know. Yeah. What she she's dictating basically what she thinks is good or bad. And all it did, like I I saw this um, uh, 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 a post on on Facebook just the other day uh, about um, parental advisory and explicit content, and where it said like, "Thank you for making me choosing." The coolest album, whatever it was, I saw that. Yeah. Which is it really was. I mean, absolutely. It, man. What it did was that in a lot of cases, it just boosted um, sales because if you find something that if there's a, a sticker on it that says, "Well, you shouldn't listen to this. This is bad for you." You know, you got to listen go, to yeah, it, man. Of course, absolutely. Especially you check back it in out. those days. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. No, but it's a really, it's a really cool cover. It's great how you open it up. The, the gatefold yeah. is just the the complete skull. Yeah. Danzig is a pretty cool name. <clears throat> Danzig is a great name. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's also the German name for uh, the Gdansk, exactly. the Polish town of Gdansk, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is quite interesting. Yeah. Also, also the band, there's the, the inside shot of um, Mark Weiss. We were yeah. talking about taking the I had photo. no idea. Yeah. So you usually, uh, Mark Weiss, you, you usually... Um, American photographer who, because um, he, I mean, he did a lot of the the stuff that you would mainly see on Sunset Strip, like uh, Motley Crue and Rat, and yeah. he did a lot of Bon Jovi. He did a lot of Bon Jovi. He did a Slippery and Wet uh, cover and all that. A lot of Skid Row. A lot of Skid Row, yes. Actually, that is where, um, he, he was the reason why Zach Wilde got the gig. Oh, yes, with, um, yes, 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 with yeah, Ozzy Osbourne. With Ozzy. Yeah, 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 I remember that. And that's also where uh, Zach Wald and Sebastian Bach jammed at his wedding. They both, you know, went to his wedding. Oh, right. Which was pre-Ozzy days. Right, right, right. And, um, yeah, and they, they got up and jammed. Yeah. No, Mark but was, he was, was pretty he was cool. the one that sent the tape. Oh, yeah, yeah. To Sharon Osbourne. Yeah. No, but I had no idea about that. I had no idea about the uh, the Marvel thing and, and no idea about the... Uh, that Mark Weiss actually shot that. Shot so that's uh, they look pretty cool. Yeah, they look cool, and, and a lot and of black, can, a lot of leather. Yeah, and you can see there's no names there. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a mystery. Um, but let, let's talk about that in a second. Let's go back to Twister Kane um, during the chorus. The uh, the guest vocal, the the uncredited guest vocal. Yeah, uh, Mr. James Hetfield. And I didn't know that until you told me. All right, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, you listen to it too and you can pick him up. Yeah. You know, you can, yeah. you can read, damn, that's fucking Papa Het. But... But if you don't know it, you don't really... No, you don't know it. And obviously, he wasn't allowed to, contractual no. reasons. Yeah. But it's ironic that that it would ultimately be the demise of Jason Newstead exactly. that, yeah. that he couldn't do Echo Brain or he yeah. couldn't do anything outside of... Which was a pretty lame band. <laughs> Which was a very lame band. Yeah, cause also funny because they made since Echo Brain was so different. Yeah, I mean, um, you could kind of see that. I mean, it wouldn't cause really any problem at all for for Metallica since it you know it wasn't metal. It was just yeah. like, but um, some ego kind of I don't know thing from Mister Hetfield. Yeah, yeah. And as you said, yeah, funny that he himself <laughs> had done this. Had done this, absolutely. <laughs> Years earlier. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Well, also something else I find quite ironic is um, Misfits have never supported Metallica. All right. However, Danzig has done it on many occasions. Yeah, yeah. So, even though it's actually the Misfits that they're covering. Yeah. You know? It's, yeah. Um, 
and I remember reading a story, and this is probably a knock on Metallica that um, the the Misfits guys were having trouble trying to. They wanted to get hold of Metallica, right? And meet them and all that. They were having trouble at getting hold of them, okay? Basically because they were Danzig's, right? Yeah, obviously Danzig and Jerry only, yeah. you know, out of the Misfits, yeah. were not at all on good terms. No, no. So, um, so Metallica tended to take the the Danzig. Um, friendship, you yeah. Know, team Danzig over yeah. Team Misfits, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to that, yeah. You know. But a, yeah, I think I heard. I must. I think I heard the Metallica version of Last Caress before I heard the original version. You did, right? Yeah, yeah probably. I think. So. I think most people did. Probably. Yeah. You know, I was pretty late into the Misfits. I remember buying. I remember buying Walk Among Us. Like in when I worked my my first first year as a teacher, I worked in Gotland for like six months and went on some bus trip out into the nowhere in Gotland and got to this house and it was this like this dude who collected like punk vinyl right and he was saying like yeah I'm gonna sell it all you know and I say oh, can I look through it yeah, yeah sure he looked through it and I found Walk Among Us like US print with the poster in it and all that and I was like oh, are you selling this yeah and how much you want for it like yeah like well, I don't know I think I paid like 400 crowns for it and that was like 1996 I think. Oh right. Yeah. Really? It was okay. Pretty expensive. <clears throat> yeah. But I got it and I still have it somewhere. Might right. be in the storage. Right, yeah. It's somewhere. <laughs> it's a pretty crowded room. We're, we're sitting is. in uh <laughs> it is. in Nicholas's studio and yeah. it's pretty pretty crowded. Yeah. Hoarder's paradise. <laughs> but let's uh let's play another song. Um second track from the record, uh Not of This World. So 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 Danzig, um, Danzig the character himself, mm. Evil Elvis as they often call him. Yeah, um, and and his band, his band is a pretty interesting bunch of merry men. Yeah, you know Erie Von on yeah. on bass, who was in Sam Hain. Right, and who was actually Danzig was actually the Misfits photographer. Oh, he was. Yeah, he used to go to school with um, uh, with Doyle. All right. Know, the, the younger brother of Jerry Only. Yeah, yeah. Who ended up joining Misfits. He was like the 14-year-old or 15-year-old. They didn't have a guitar player, so so Doyle stepped in and played guitar for them. Right. And um, who has since become one of the most visually iconic things compared, you know, associated with the Misfits, you know? Yeah. And these days, ripped like hell. I don't know how old the dude is. He's like 50 plus, It's got to be, but he's ripped like hell. Incredibly ripped. Must have spent a lot of time in the gym. A lot of time in the... Yeah, but I did read something or I heard an interview with him that he talks about he only does 60 or 70% at the gym. He okay. doesn't He doesn't push himself. He's, okay. He kind of did all the work when he was younger. Right. And and now it's just maintenance. All right. He, he's got that physique now and he yeah, just... Yeah, yeah. As long as he maintains it, yeah. he doesn't need to push himself because he said he's too old now to push okay. himself. You know, his body just can't handle yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, You know, like... Well, he, he looks incredible. Yeah, a vegan lifestyle. Okay, that'll do it. You know, and, and <laughs> younger younger girlfriend being... Um, 
<laughs> That'll uh, keep you young. <laughs> is it Elise from uh, Arch Enemy? Oh, it is? Yeah, the lead singer of Arch Enemy. That's his his, huh. his girlfriend, fiance, whatever. Man. Yeah. Didn't know that. <clears throat> yeah, he, he A lot of inside, good... inside stories here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. Eerie Von. Eerie Von and, uh, and Doyle went to school together. Right. And as a 14-year-old, Eerie Von was interested in art and photography. Yeah. And he become the Misfits photographer. Oh, right. And then when the Misfits broke up... You know, he he got quite close with Glenn, and they decided, hey, let's uh, let's start up a band together, and they started Sam Hain. Right. And then Sam Hain, I think they had two records. Yeah, you that's know. a band I never really. I've got. I can't remember which one. I got. I think I got like one album on CD. Bought it a couple of years ago. Um, but they're they're like a cult phenomenon as well. Absolutely. And you know, not really my cup of tea, so to say. No, they were they were kind of the middle. Like, I'm a massive Misfits fan. Oh, hell yeah. And, and I'm a massive Danzig fan. Yeah. But Sam yeah. Hain kind of missed me, and I think yep. they didn't have the songs. No, not at know? all. And the Misfits had the, the punk kind of, like, kind of um, horror movie. Yeah. Horror, horror yeah. punk, as they yeah. call it. Yeah. Um, whereas Danzig had the the metal, you know, yeah. it was more metal. And that Sam Hain was kind of, I think, a little bit, you know, didn't really know where it was going. It was a little no. bit lost in the middle. Um, and, and rumor is that when, um, Rick Rubin come to check out a, a Sam Hain show to sign him for, um, Def Jam or yeah. Def America and he really liked Danzig. Right. So he wanted to sign Danzig by himself, but Danzig wouldn't come unless okay, yeah, Eerie yeah. Von came. Right. You know, yeah. he had to have yeah. Eerie Von and, and ultimately they agreed to it. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So Rick Rubin once again, once again. Especially back then, man, he had, you know, he had his finger on the pulse. Yeah, with Slayer and underground pulse. Yeah, Slayer Slayer and all that stuff. Beastie Boys, Beastie Boys, Run DMC. You know, uh, Danzig. Yeah, you know, I really knows his stuff. System of a Down. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Even though he seems to have this really weird, where he's not. I mean, maybe he was more on hands back then. I don't know. With, with Slayer and dancing and stuff like that, because these days, I mean, you when you you read about how he produced, um, uh, like uh, ACDC, ACDC uh, Ball Breaker, where he just come, yeah, where yeah. he just like he'd come in and listen to it. Okay, this is good, this is bad, and then he you know he'd be gone for a couple of days and then come in again and yeah. um, left them kind of to themselves, uh, which is uh, I don't know a really different approach compared to other producers, I guess. Exactly to themselves and to to the um, to the engineer left the engineer yeah. basically yeah ultimately become the producer yeah. the engineer of these projects yeah obviously become the producer yeah you know? I I know Slipknot had a lot of you know not great things to say about him no because they did not like that way of producing no exactly uh, I think that there was a lot of issues when when ACDC recorded Ball Breaker as well right yeah um. And he had to had to um he did um was it yoga or something? Right, yeah. Where everybody had to leave the studio. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Including the band. Fuck. Yeah. But he, but he also did Black Sabbath. All right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he also but he, he has success. You know? Oh the enormous success. Exactly. You know, he also did the Tom Morello the the, the, the first solo record, the Night Watchman. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Um I think he probably did Rage Against the Machine as yeah. well, or maybe Audio Slave. Didn't he um, do like Dixie Chicks or something like that? 
possibly Dixie Chicks. He definitely did Neil Diamond. Yes, he did. And he had Neil Diamond's first number one record. Right, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He obviously did all the Johnny Cash. Exactly. You know, which which really put him on... Uh, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, he knows his stuff, that's for sure. No, but Dancy, that, um, I don't know. I really like this this first one. Uh, I think if, if if it comes down to listening to Dancy albums, that's probably the one that I... I listen to that one, and what's the other one? Demon Sweat Live? Demon Sweat Live, yeah. That yeah. one, yeah. Uh, and the live version of Mother Thrall, Earth. Demon Sweat Live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And How the Gods Kill, <coughs> How uh, the Gods Dirty and Black Summer and all that. Lucifuge. Oh, yeah, yeah. The second yeah. record. Yeah, second, yeah. yeah. It was when it got to Danzig 4, which I kind of... Uh, right. I kind of started to, you know, I went on to work with him on, on Danzig yeah. 7. Yeah, But Danzig 4 was a bit was when I started to lose touch a little bit. I, yeah. I, I got into Danzig 4 a little bit, but then Danzig 5 and Danzig 6, I kind of lost it. Yeah. Um, and, and back to the band member, you had John Christ on guitar, and then you also had Chuck Biscuit yeah. on drums, you know, the old Black Flag drummer. Yeah. Ironically, they all left after the fourth record. Well, they did? Yeah. Huh. Uh, during the fourth record and after the fourth record. Okay. Uh, Joey C., the new drummer who replaced, he... He didn't play on the fourth record, but he, for the release of the record, he was in the band. Right, right. So, huh? There's something around that fourth record, man. Kind yeah. of the whole band. Yeah. And that was why Danzig called it Danzig too, because because uh, he went from the Misfits, and basically was the primary songwriter. Yep. And but he had to he left, and couldn't take the name with him. Right. And likewise with Sam Hain. Yeah. So they called it Danzig so that he could, no matter what, if anyone left, yeah. well, you know, they yeah. couldn't basically kick him out, yeah. you know? Yeah. It, it was his band. Yeah. I remember actually now, I just remember, I made my own t-shirt. Danzig t-shirt? Yeah, kind of. My own, like, Misfits t-shirt. Um, again, when I bought that album, Walk Among Us, out in the countryside in Gotland. Right, yeah. I remember buying a T-shirt and buying some some of this, like, textile paint, and I put down um, Come Sweet Death, One Last Caress. Oh, really? Yeah, because I thought that was, that, you know, it sounds so cool. Yeah. And But that song also, I mean, Last Caress is a brutal song, especially if you're talking like uh, Me Too these yeah. days. Um, Absolutely. Um. It, it, yeah, lyrically, it yeah, yeah, it wouldn't work today, really. No, no. but um, no, that's a, that's a great one. That's a great one. I also remember buying Misfits, the Legacy of Brutality, a T-shirt in uh, in Minneapolis. Right. Yeah. Uh, still got it. Really worn out, but in Minneapolis. In Minneapolis, at a really weird, like I don't know. They sold a lot of bongs and stuff there. Right. Yeah, I remember the girl because I, I I think I she. Asked something. I said I was from Sweden, and she said, "Yeah, what's it? What's it like down there?" And I was like, "Down there?" <laughs> <laughs> she had no idea. No, but Danzig, good old Danzig. Um, I've never. I've, I've actually I haven't seen him live that many times. A couple of times. I think last time was at Stockholm Fields. All right. Uh, yeah. Which is when Doyle got up and played with him. Right. Yeah. I remember this. Mm. I remember they played. I mean, the sound being really loud. I think I, right. I stood like kind of to the side and all I remember was hearing like the, the bass was so loud it kind of drowned everything out. So you just heard that. But um, yeah, 
and and like also back in I don't don't know if that must have been around the first album where he was wearing this yeah he was wearing the the skull like a yeah, belt, the skull, belt was buckle, yeah. really big yeah but huge I, I think he used to give that away every show he would like give it to someone in the crowd I think so cool like striper handing out bibles like striper <laughs> handing out I had a Frank catch a striper bible once. no yeah. Oh, that's really, really cool. Really, you know, it was quite disappointing. Like, like the the friend who I went to the show. I, yeah. went, to, I went to a striper show, man. <clears throat> it must have been. Oh, I don't know when, but it must have been like eighty eight. Wow. You know, eighty eight, eighty nine. Man, like back when they were really right back, right yeah, back yeah. in the day when wow. they were when they were cry, climbing when they were the yellow and black attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, we must. Um, I must check for the next show, check in. Uh, see, that would be a kind of interesting record to break down. Sure. You know. Um, Hell yeah. Let's do it. Um, what was, what, I never I've, listened to Striper. I've, I've forgotten the name of the record now. Um, to Hell with to, the Devil. To Hell with the Devil. Yeah. When To Hell with the Devil come out. Um, it was on that tour. What, they played Australia? They played Australia. You're kidding. No, no. I, I can remember Oz Fox, the guitar player, had the biggest hair I've ever seen in the world. The, the, his hair was about, no exaggeration, Half the size of his body. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was I've seen, I've seen so pictures. puffed up and big. It was like, man. I remember little. seeing, uh, I, uh, you remember uh, the magazine Metal Edge? Absolutely, um, yeah. And they always had like really, they had like um, the first couple of pages was just like short uh, <laughs> stories about the latest news or whatever Absolutely. it was. Absolutely, I used to love those pages. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, and I remember a picture of Oz Fox and it said uh, Oz Fox um, and his wife. Um, out to some whatever in LA, and I just remember um, Oz Fox's wife being incredibly beautiful. <laughs> Incredible! It was just just a small black and white photo, uh-huh. and his big hair, uh-huh. and his and wife looks so good, so good. God works in mysterious ways. Oh, that that he does. That yeah. he does. Michael Sweet is the only one who Michael Sweet and Ted Nugent. Right. Are the only ones that have like ended an interview with God bless you, Nicholas. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Well, well, the uh, yeah, when when my friend caught the Bible, we were really disappointed because it was just a normal Bible that they probably got. Oh, it was. Yeah, it wasn't prob- yellow and black or anything. <clears throat> no, it was probably on the local rider. Yeah. Hey, you need to have. Oh, you know, this we need Bibles. ten cans of Coke and uh, <laughs> three Bibles. three chicken sandwiches and. <laughs> You know, eight Bibles, you know. That's really lame. Yeah, yeah, it, it was quite disappointing. I thought it would say, like, the Striper Bible or the Bible Yellow and Black or yeah, something. It, you'd think so, right? Which would make it really cool. Even signed by the guys. Yeah. Even if it was just bought one from the local. Yeah. Even if the yeah. Striper had all signed yeah. it inside and said, yeah. you know, God bless, you know. But uh, man, it wasn't the case. It was no. literally just a normal one. How did so, we go from dancing to striper? That's I don't, it's a it's man it's, <laughs> it's the greatest jump possible, yeah. you know. Because because I think this was around when uh, Danzig had the trouble with with um, who did he sign with originally? Isn't isn't this the record? Have you heard the rumors about Danzig signing to Interscope or something that was basically owned by Disney? All right. Have you heard those rumors? Uh, kind of, yeah. And someone rings a bell. Yeah, someone high up in the high up in the in the Disney chain, right? You know, someone went to them. Supposedly, this is how the rumor goes. Supposedly, went to them and said, "Oh, so you signed this guy called Danzig? Mm-hmm. Basically, he's the closest to the devil." <laughs> and the guy at the Disney 
yeah. foundation was like, this is not going to happen. They dropped him. Right. You know? But he still, he, I think he sued. Okay. Got the record back. Right. Because they dropped him, you know, breach of contract. Right, yeah. Got the record back. Got to keep his, his money. Oh, that's good. And then... Um, and then Rick Rubin put it out oh. again. So he basically got double bite of the cherry, right. money wise. Nice. And um, got a, a nice chunk of change from from, yeah. from Disney, and that kind of set him up. All right, well, that's cool. So the rumor goes something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's play some music, and we'll come back in a minute. This Hell's is yeah. uh, She Rides. Yeah, so that's supposedly the 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 story I've heard about how how Danzig kickstarted. You know the the. Well, that's a good way of doing it. Absolutely, a little bit of nice little coin coming through. Yeah, but that always works. You know, getting getting in trouble with the devil or something like that. Absolutely. That'll especially in a country like the U.S. That's you know. Well, all those stories. It's like that's you a big about no no and the parental sticker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sold so many extra yeah. records. So Nuts. many shit shit records had that sticker on, which you just bought anyway. Yeah, yeah. So many records which I bought that had the Roadrunner logo. Oh yeah, yeah. or the Nuclear Blast yeah. logo, or something like that. Yeah, and you'd just be like, oh man, it's it's a Roadrunner yeah. band, you know? Come on, because Roadrunner had some seriously questionable bands. Sure. In the nineties, the early two thousands, right? You know, all those sh- spine shank and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in Cold Chamber and oh yeah, all these yeah. horrendous bands. Yeah, you know, I remember with the parental advisory uh, that I remember like like one of the first ones wasn't a metal band that I heard of was like Two Live Crew. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, um, with their lyrics again and their um, I guess their album covers. It was always girls in thongs and bikinis or whatever. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, they probably sold a lot more records. Oh, and with Danzy later on, I can't remember what that wasn't that long ago. Is it like ten years ago where he got knocked out? Yeah, and by, someone uh, filmed it by yeah. what was it, Northern Kings, whatever they were called. Like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I saw that the other day. Oh, he did. Yeah. <laughs> but he really gets knocked out. I mean, it's yeah. really boom. Yeah. And then down he goes. Down he went. Yeah. yeah. But he was touring with them, wasn't he? They were opening up for him, or they were opening up, but I think they were opening that one show. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. And they had to drive like four or five hours. Yeah, and for whatever reason, they weren't allowed to go on. Yeah, right. And they were told, "Okay, you're going to go on now." Yeah. After, right. And then Danzig said, "No way." Yeah. You know. And so, so the lead singer confronted Danzig about why wasn't why wasn't the band they kind of right they did everything what right yeah why were they allowed to and um, yeah and it was backstage and someone was filming and Danzig pushed him and I think it was more natural reaction yeah. from the guy yeah. you know Danzig pushed him and yeah. he just thumped him <laughs> yeah and uh, and down he went I remember Corey Clark uh, Warrior Soul yeah. Uh, when I interviewed him way back, he he told stories as well from touring with Danzig and oh really yeah something else and he got pissed off at Glenn Danzig for some reason and I think like Corey Clark wanted to fight him or something oh really and Danzig wanted come didn't come out of his bus or something like I think the story was that Danzig was really 
like really cocky you know well, you know I'll beat you up or something and then he 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 went to his bus and locked himself in there and didn't come out and Corey Clark was outside kind of you know and Corey Clark is a short guy Tony Glenn Danzig isn't a, a tall guy either but no. uh, a bit bigger than Corey Clark yeah but yeah I I remember that um I have that interview somewhere but yeah no <laughs> bit of a chicken Interesting. <laughs> Alrighty, let's play another song. This is Am I Demon? This, this is a great riff, man, on this. I, I love this little riff. Yeah, but that's another thing with with with, um, with Danzig and this album and a lot of the other albums as well. He's got a lot of really cool riffs. Man, John Christ delivered. Yeah. You know, the, the Twister Cane. Yeah. You know, it's a, you know, most bands would die for a riff yeah. like that. Am I Demon? Great riff. Uh, Not of this world, great riff. Yeah, mother who will play at the end of the show, great riff. Yeah, um, and a lot of stuff from how the gods kill off from um, Dirty Black Summer. Dirty Black Love Summer, yeah, you know, unbelievable. You know? So, he, I mean, he's got something. Um, and same goes for for um, a lot of those Misfits um, songs as well. Um, um, great riffs and 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 great lyrics and um, and catchy choruses yeah melodic catchy yeah. choruses with a great riff yeah it's like a recipe for for greatness yeah you know wonder if he do you know if he plays an he's got a does he play an instrument does he play like guitar or something he plays guitar he does yeah, yeah. um back to Erie Vaughn. yeah uh when Erie Vaughn joined he was actually a drummer right yeah yeah and he started in Sam Hain as the drummer yeah and Danzig showed him the parts on the bass. All right. So that he can move, to, okay. for whatever reason, yeah. he can move to, to be in the bassist. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he plays, he plays guitar. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Black Elvis. Yeah. Evil Elvis. Absolutely. All right, so here it is. Am I Demon? Alrighty, so we're uh, kind of coming to the end of the first show. Um, you know, there's a, a couple more tracks on the record, but um, I think we'll end the show and we'll play Mother. Yeah. Uh, without a doubt, the biggest Danzig song on the record and the Danzig song full stop and, and probably the one most recognizable for Danzig. And also, was it... Um, was Did that song... Because it... Nowadays, it's like, like you said, it's, it's not a hit, but it's it's one of his most well-known songs. Yeah. Um, I just wonder if it, I mean, did it become kind of like a hit song or something back when that album was released? Or is that something that happened later on? What, what so I remember there, there there is the, uh, on, on Demon Sweat Live, there's yeah. a live version. I remember that one got played on MTV a lot. That was the hit. Yeah. And it's called Mother ninety three. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which is basically Mother re-recorded, and they just overdubbed a little bit of live stuff. Yeah, the, the video is taken, I think, in New York, and I think right. even in somewhere in Europe. All right, part of the video was taken. So I remember there's a there's a clip from because I think they they play Mother on um, this got to be in it's either ninety three or ninety four on the uh, the John Stewart show when he used to have like a a talk show kind of thing. Right, yeah. And uh, they're doing a live version of that one. All right. Um, when was that? It's got to be 93 or, or 93 yeah. or 94. 
Uh, it might have been well, 94. Uh, and it's a it's a killer cool live version of it. Yeah, they do right, it, yeah. They do it live in the uh, in the studio. Well, that, that was a that was a great video. That was the um, I think that was perfect for the time. Yeah, the mid nineties. Yeah, MTV going through the roof. Yeah, and Danzig was that was when he was at his best. Yeah, you know? and it was a full crowd. You know, he was probably supporting Metallica or something, something like that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the crowd was massive. He was pumped. Yeah. Um, his band was looking great. Right. Um. Yeah, you know, John Christ with his BC Rich Warlock guitar, all pointy and shit. That's a cool guitar. Cool guitar. You don't really see those anymore. <clears throat> no, they kind of, all the pointy guitars went with the 80s and 90s, really. Oh, uh, still. It's a cool looking guitar. Cool looking guitar. But the, there was an actual video. See, when this record came out in, well, there you go, that's five years. The, the record came out in 88. Yeah. And, um, and. 93. And 93 was when yeah. it hit. There was a video that came out for this, which um, it was a black and white video. And it was a pretty cool video, very kind of kind of eerie, kind of, I wouldn't say gothic-y, but mm. very dark. Yeah. Um, very dark and, um, you know, video. And it had some semi-naked, you know, right. underwear yeah, or yeah, bikini. Yeah. 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 Kind of girls, but not not the not the glammy kind of way. No, they were more darker. Yeah, and right at the end, he kind of tears the chicken in half. You remember that video? No. And he kind of grabs the legs of the chicken, and he's got a. a Don't remember that part? Yeah, one of the, one of the women lying down on the ground, and he kind of tears the chicken apart, and the blood all goes onto her stomach, and like the lower part of her stomach. Right. And then with his fingers, he makes an upside-down cross on her stomach. Oh, yeah. there we go. Check it out. It was on the... Dancing had a home video and all the... You know, like there was a Twister Kane video, there yeah. was a She Rides video, there was a Am I Demon video, right. there was a Mother video. Yeah. And he talks a little bit in between. All right, all right. It's, it's actually pretty cool. Oh, nice. <clears throat> um, he did that and it got banned from, from MTV. Well, they I can see play. that. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't until... 1993 when it got re-released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was probably when he was supporting Metallica on yeah. Black Record. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course. then the song blew up. Yeah. And then it became the iconic track that it was. So it was kind of a lost hit there for, for a long time. That's what you get for killing a chicken. That's what you get for killing a chicken. <laughs> but he did not kill a chicken. No. <laughs> he, he's gone on record to say yeah. that he did not kill a chicken. The chicken was unharmed. Um, but the... Um, What's but also, word? I mean, like like in in those days yeah. and with MTV um, and that stuff and 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 the way the uh, things things were back then. I mean, he uh, must have figured out that if I if I make a video like this, and you have some some semi naked chick and there's blood and there's a you know, and I whatever I do I I I I'm making. And upside down cross and stuff like that that you know you, you, you're gonna get in trouble yeah exactly exactly but uh, yeah well that was the whole the whole even the glam era and, and then yeah I guess then moved into the uh, the grunge era yeah MTV was especially for glam yeah MTV was so strong man the Motley oh, sure. Crue the Poison yeah, yeah 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 look half of these bands wouldn't sell a record without no. MTV back no, then no no you know? no no that's also I'm always that's I'm I'm always fascinated by that when you think of like um like nineteen eighty eight, um you got a thing like Danzig 
dark and and all this and at the same time we got you know kiss around touring with crazy nights which is just like <laughs> yeah oh. a, a year later motley crew releases dr feel good and you know yeah. it's 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 and in between you've got the faster pussycat yeah and the um yeah you know, enough's enough yeah and you got all this kind of stuff yeah. like back then even metallica metallica and bon jovi mm. worlds apart yeah and now I find it quite ironic that, you know, on the same radio station, yes. the, the staple diet is. Yes. Yeah. You know, they're all they're all heritage. Yeah. Or they're all classic rock. Yes. Yeah. Records. Yeah. You know? So you can happily play a Bon Jovi next to a Nirvana. Oh sure. Next to a Metallica, oh, sure. and they yeah. all fit perfectly, yeah. and yeah. they cater to the same person. Yeah. yeah. It's quite ironic that um, each of them were so. Against the other genre, exactly, and, and I'm thinking like, um, cause Kill 'Em All is that 1983? Yeah, I think that was actually yeah. yeah. And, and again, Kiss with Lick It Up 1983. It's so different. You had you had that music, and then you had this brutal, really aggressive stuff coming out. Yeah, like the um, what you're talking like the Deer Sides or the Cannibal Corpse, yeah, and all that stuff, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, really early Morbid Angel. Yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah. Different times. Well, look and look at something a little bit later. Look at something like compared to uh, Rain in Blood. Yeah, you know, Rain in Blood to to the Master Puppets. Yeah, you know? I yeah. Think they both come out in '86, right? Yeah, you know, they're poisonous. Look what the cat dragged in. 1986. Exactly. Look at those. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Know? Those three records. You know, yeah. Poison and then Metallica. And yeah, Slayer. Yeah. So totally different. Yeah. You know, and I totally went for the Poison one. Oh, did you really? <laughs> oh, sure, hell yeah! I, I I didn't listen to Metallica or Slayer back then. All right, I thought that was that was just too heavy for me. All too, right, too heavy, too brutal, too aggressive. I um, I went for all three. You know, I went uh, for all three. That's I, that's I, I kind was a of... late bloomer when it came to the heavy stuff. It, oh, it, you did? it took yeah. some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like my but, pretty boys. Yeah, but I I kind of like that shit too. Yeah. Like, oh, sure. The, the early, the first two that will be crucified. We're talking about Dante, but we're going to give props to Poison. Yeah, the first two Poison records were okay. Yeah, you know? hell yeah. And I think that's the thing with age. You know, you yeah. you become a little bit. Um, you know, uh, you you open you open the spectrum oh, up a little bit. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Everything yeah. in bit. Well, there's certain things I won't let in. Right. You know? I still, man, I can't do reggae. <laughs> no, no, me neither. At all. Like no, it, no, 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 no. Like, no. I've never understood it. No, it makes me physically nauseous. Yeah. I within, even, within, I don't within even minutes. like Bob Marley and stuff like that. I can hate like, Bob Marley. Oh, you know. Don't get it at all. Uh, no. um, don't know what it is. It's it's got to be it's got to be the rhythm or something. I don't. I don't know. It's yeah. not my thing at all. And and I struggle with country music as well. Country music I like. Oh, it depends. I mean, if it's real country music, mm. uh, I like that stuff. Not the uh, not the uh, Shania Twain country, uh, right? Okay. Fake stuff. Yeah. But like really old classic country, like this Americana and stuff like that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. No, but Danzig. Um, cool, cool album. Um, cool album. Everyone first one go out on out. Yeah. on behind the vinyl. Behind the vinyl. That's our first show done. Um, yeah, we'll end it with uh, with mother, and um, and we'll see everyone next week. Yeah, definitely. <laughs>